Welcome to the New Christian Podcast, where new Christians and seasoned Christians can get their questions answered. My name is Pastor Jim, and I'll be your host for this podcast. We'll be discussing a lot of different topics, such as how to read your Bible, uh, what it means to be a Christian in the world today, how do we live out our faith, and many other topics. Come and join us as we begin our episode. Welcome and thank you for listening to the New Christian Podcast. I'm so grateful that you have subscribed and that you're listening. Uh, Please leave a comment on my social media so that I can see where you are listening to this podcast from. It helps me understand uh, where this is being reached and how uh, better to serve the body of Christ. You can reach me on my social media at facebook.com forward slash Preacher Jim C. And you can go to my YouTube channel, also called Preacher Jim C, and leave me a message there. The way that you can subscribe to this podcast is go by going to your podcast platform, whether that be Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. Search for my name, James Chambers, and there you will see the new Christian podcast. Click and subscribe, click that subscribe button, and you'll receive weekly updates on this podcast. Today we are returning to our series in prayer. We will be discussing prayer and all its glory and mystery. So we're going to read, uh, we read Ephesians last week, but this week we're going to read Ephesians chapter 1, verses 15 through 23. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15 through 23. And we're going to be talking about the transformed, being transformed by God through prayer. Let's read verse 15 there of Ephesians chapter 1. For this reason... Ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, Paul says this. Remembering you in my prayers, I keep asking the the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your hearts may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope of which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people, and his incompatibility incomparably great or in, yeah incomparably great power for us who believe that power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms far above all rule and authority power and dominion and every name that is in invoked not only in the present age but also in the one to come and god placed all things under his feet appointed him to be head over everything for the church which is his body the fullness of him 
who fills everything in every way. I teach uh, uh, as faculty at a, at a Bible college, a Bible institute, uh, and our mission is for our students to go beyond just studying the Bible. We want them to not just to know about God, but to also to grow in their relationship with Him. We want them not just to believe in God, but to actively follow and live for Him. The same goes for you and me too, right? Don't just be informed about God, but be transformed by God. Paul prayed here in our, in our text for the believers to know God better. How do you get to know someone? Let me ask you that. How do you get to know someone? By reading a biographical, biographical information or historical data about them? Could be. That, that'll help, and it'll help you and I to know a lot about that person but it won't enable you and I to actually know them, right? To actually know them. If you want to get to know someone, you have to spend time with that person. You have to. There is no shortcuts. The same holds true with God. Reading the Bible, great works of theology and devotional material is wonderful. But there is no substitute for knowing God personally. What about you? Let me ask you that. What about you? Do you really know God? Or do you just know about Him? Do you? That's my question for you today. The difference is in spending time with God. Study Jesus' life in the Gospels to see what he was like on earth 2,000 years ago, and to get to know him in prayer now. Personal knowledge of Christ will change your life. I can guarantee it. The hope we have is not a, a vague feeling that, that uh, uh, the future will be positive, but it is completely assurance or complete assurance of certain victories through God. This complete certainty comes to us through the Holy Spirit who works within us, right? The world fears the power of an atom. Well, we, this, you know, you study atoms in science, right? Yet we belong to the God of the universe who not only created that atomic power, but also raised Jesus from the dead. God's incompatibly great power is available to you and to help you. There is nothing too difficult for God, right? Having been raised from the dead, Christ is now the head of the church the ultimate authority over the world. Jesus is the Messiah, God's anointed one, the one Israel longed for, the one who would set their broken world right. As Christians, we can be confident that God 
has won the final victory and is in control of everything. We need not to fear any dictator or nation or even death of Satan himself. Fullness in verses 22 and 23 that we read refers to Christ filling the church with gifts and blessings. The church should be the full expression of Christ who himself fills everything, right? Paul's letter to the Ephesians has at least two prayers in it. In this first chapter of his letter, and we talked about a prayer last week, right? This week, in, chap in the first chapter here in this letter, in verses 15 and 16, Paul acknowledges the Ephesians' faith in Jesus Christ, their love for one another, and thanks the Lord for what he has been doing in their lives, right? That is no small accomplishment especially when so many others struggle with loving the Lord and loving others. Amen? So in verse 17, Paul's prayer for them is that through the power of the Spirit, they know God better. In verses 18 and 19, Paul reminds us that total transformation comes when we take part in the riches of the glorious inheritance of the saints in heaven. This world as we know it is not our final resting place. Amen? Through Christ, we have been given great hope and great power Paul explains in verses 19 through 23 that the same incredible power that raised Jesus from the dead and seated him on his heavenly throne lives on in every believer. The resurrection power of Jesus was not just a one-time display of God's greatness and his glory. It is showcased every time a believer allows the Spirit to transform an area of his or her life, right? That is awe-inspiring power, isn't it? Available to you and to me. Amen. Paul's prayer for the Ephesians is magnificent because it applies to us as well. Don't just pray to pray. Empty prayers. Instead, pray to know God and allow his power to transform your life. Let me ask you this question. I want you to hinder this question, ponder this question this week. Here it is. What areas of your life can you ask God to transform? And how can you get to know God better and walk more closely with him? Let me repeat those two questions. I want you to ponder these this week and send me a message. Send me a message on my Facebook and my YouTube channel. Contact me here even on this podcast and, and tell me what your thoughts are on these questions. Here they are again. What area of your life can you ask God to transform? Number two. How can you get to know him, God, 
better and walk more closely with him? Those are your two questions to ponder this week. Let me know what you think, okay? So how do we apply this to our lives? Do you long to know, uh, know you intimately and increasingly? Uh, ask the Lord our lives are open to you. They're open to God. Invade every aspect of our, ident identities, our identities. Flood our minds and devote our hearts to God, right? That's how we, we look at this. We are creatures that were created by an all-powerful God, one God. Jesus Christ, his son, who came down to earth in the form of human flesh, but always God, died on a cross for our sins, so that in trusting in that, by his shed blood on the cross, we might be saved. That's awe-inspiring power, my friends. And that's the God we serve. That's the Lord Jesus we serve. And that's my message for you this week as we look to God in our prayer and how he can transform our lives for the better. And in collective, as God transforms his church, his body. Won't you have a blessed week? I wanna thank you for joining me on the New Christian Podcast today. And if you have any questions or would like help with anything, uh, feel free to contact me on my anchor.fm uh, dashboard, uh, my Facebook and Twitter. Uh, links, links are there. And you can also reach me if you uh, are on YouTube and you search Preacher Jim C. My YouTube channel will come up and you can message me there. Uh, and I want to thank you for joining us and have a blessed day.